How do you guys maintain your senses of selves while not being long distance? Like, how, I don't have I'm... any sense of self anymore. <laughs> really? I have a podcast called Dear Shandy. <laughs> My name doesn't even exist anymore. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Like your delicious creamsicle dress. It really, creamsicle, what a flavor is mm. that? It's the best. You I know would... creamsicle right away. It's never, you're never like, oh, what flavor is that? It's, <laughs> it's, it's always, you know, it's creamsicle when it's creamsicle. It's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, today is caller day. Mm-hmm. We love caller day. We do. Yeah. I feel like if we could just do caller day always, that's what we would do. Yeah. We are joined today by a neighbor. Because this caller is just over in Brooklyn, just across the water. And her name is Marcella. Marcella, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Spending your Friday night with us. It means extra (laughs) when it's Friday. (laughs) So we already know your name and where you are. Do you mind giving us your age, the age of the partner in question, and your story, please? Yes. So I'm 24 and my boyfriend is 26. Um, so the story starts last summer, um, for context of where me and my boyfriend were when we met, I had been in like a two year ish long relationship with someone from college. We tried to make it work out of college. It was a clusterfuck as those things usually are. And my boyfriend who's a little older had also been with someone from college. They were together for five years and lived together. And she broke up with him in December 2019. And then we met in July of 2020. So we both were kind of fresh-ish out of long-term relationships. We met on Hinge. He's the first person I've ever met in person on Hinge. And I'm so in love with this person. So it just was really good luck. Um, And we went on a first date. It was really great. And then Um, On our second date, um, he, we're like a few hours into the date, everything is going well. And then he like gets, starts to get visibly nervous and is like, I need to tell you something. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I'm nervous. This is way too soon for anything like nervous to be happening. Um, And then he's like, I am moving at the end of the month. I'm going back to Michigan, which is where he's from to start a grad school program that's for two years. And he's like, if you don't want to see me anymore, I understand, like, I really like you and I'm like sad to share this or whatever. And at that point in my life, I was like, I, who am I to turn down a beautiful August in Brooklyn with someone that I really like, even in if the I pandemic like, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he lives alone. He works from home. Great. Um, I might feel like shit after, but worse things have happened to me. Uh, So we spend a beautiful August together, um, are seeing each other all the time, like really amazing. And then he leaves to Michigan and I'm like, I I really liked him, but I was like, it's too premature to really have any expectations here or like know where this is going to go. So we left it on like, I really like you. And he was like, you can visit, but I'm like, this guy is going to fucking forget about me the second he goes to art school and meets all these like hot art girls. Um, (laughs) And then to my surprise, he kept texting me and you guys, this is when I knew it was real. He sent me an email like two weeks into being in grad school and was like, these are the dates that work for me. When can you come visit? Whatever. So I, and you know, it's real when there's an email involved. Um, mm-hmm. And the planning. I know, planning. That email's like the modern version of like a, a letter that a you open mail. with yeah. scroll. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it one is. that has a wax seal yeah, on exactly. it. <laughs> like a hot wax seal. Yeah. 
Also, okay. seeing your crush's name in your email inbox is just exhilarating. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Dopamine rush. Good time. <laughs> yes. So I visited him and ended up engaging in like a year-long, inadvertent, long-distance relationship is what I call it, where like we weren't calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. We weren't explicitly monogamous, but we were like visiting each other for like two weeks at a time, like every few months, basically. And it was like a really, and we would talk every day, say we really liked each other, et cetera. I have an anxious attachment style. So I was freaking the fuck out the whole time and trying to be chill, which I think I did well. Um, and then in April, we decided to become monogamous. And the whole time, the reason I even like humored this relationship is that he always was planning on coming back to New York in the summer. Um, mm. And he did. And we had, we just got off of having a great summer together where we like escalated the relationship, dropped the L word bomb. And it wasn't a bomb. It was a good thing. I don't know why I'm like that. <laughs> um, we became monogamous, whatever. We have labels, et cetera. But he went back to Michigan for his last year of grad school like a few weeks ago. And I don't know. I just spiral about that. <laughs> and I feel like one anxious that I'm like wasting a year of like my youth in a long distance relationship, <laughs> even though I really love him. And also I feel anxious that we both got out of like met each other right after getting out of long relationships. So like the last time that each of us had sex with our exes was one month before we met. So I'm like, this is very, there's like a kind of an overlap I feel almost and is it okay i said sex wait so you're allowed to say fuck like 20 times but you can't say sex yeah you're good I say, okay the f word just rolls off the tongue for me i know you kind of it's forget okay. this is a this is a family show marcella okay, we'd appreciate I'm, it if I'm you sorry. refrain from your filthy language so that's the timeline basically my question to you is is it a waste of time to do a long distance relationship when you're young is the timeline of our exes concerning. So just to be clear, you have anxiety either way, correct? Uh, yes. Okay, <laughs> I just wanna get that out of the way. You're anxious if you stay in this relationship because of your attachment style and you always, and, and it's long distance, it's difficult and all this stuff, mm -hmm. but you also, your anxiety if you break up is just, I'm missing out on this amazing once in a lifetime connection. Yeah, am I like, am I self-sabotaging by breaking up? Okay. So I want to start with one of these two pieces that you're asking about, and that is the relationships you had prior. I personally don't really think that's a concern. I, I don't understand that concern either. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you both got out of relationships. Sometimes it takes people years to get in another one. Sometimes you get lucky. And I don't think, unless you think that you went into this like rebound style and you're clinging on to it because you're just afraid of being single, which is not the vibe I'm getting at all, that it has really any bearing I don't, I don't think it has on bearing your current either. relationship. Do you, you can correct us if you think we're wrong about that. Um, no, I think you guys are right. I guess my concern is that like, it's important to know how to be alone and like, like ping ponging from one relationship to another. I'm just like, did I ever really learn to be alone or am I just like trying were you alone? That. How 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 long was your relationship 
before him? Like two years. I was alone for like a few months. And I felt like, you know, when you feel like horrible about a breakup and then you start to feel like euphoric, like a few months Mm -hmm. after the horror, I was starting to gain my stride right when I met him. Okay. I'm like, I I was good alone, but I didn't really get to be alone for that long feeling good, I guess. Okay. Overthinking it. I personally think you are because if you're going to start analyzing it like that, uh-huh. then you're going to have an argument for every single scenario. Do you uh-huh. see what I'm saying? Like right now it's like, okay, but then I wasn't alone or then I'm missing out on something good. And then I'm missing out on my youth and I'm missing out on this relationship. Like I do think that you can start to spiral with the overthinking sometimes okay. and it, you can jump in. Do you? No, I, I think that's something you should not be thinking about. It's irrelevant. If you're in wow. a good relation, if you're in a good relationship, you shouldn't be questioning like some logistical issue that happened before the relationship. You're in okay. a good relationship. Yeah, that's it. Take it at face value. Yes, and okay. you know if the relationship is as is as special as you seem to think it is, and of course you can always jump in and correct us if we <laughs> have it wrong and your relationship actually has cracks in it that you're not telling us about. But mm. then you're just lucky. Okay. You know, you could be like, oh, I wish I was single for six months, but that's okay. Right. So you weren't, you know, that's <laughs> not everyone's going to have this perfect chronological timeline of breakup, recovery, yeah. enjoying singledom, and then meet someone new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got lucky that you met someone on your first real life hinge date mm-hmm. and it's turned out to be a beautiful relationship. I don't know if you should... It, that's where I feel like that's a little problematic to be like, well, that's really great, but are you, do you tend to be a grass is greener person? Yes. And I also am jealous. I know you guys, it's not Shandy's. We shouldn't be jealous, but I do struggle with that. So I feel like I already feel insecure about like the magnitude of a five year relationship that they live together that happened like right before me. It's like, I feel just like intimidated by the scale of that relationship. So I think it worries me that it happened so close to ours. I, I again, no, no. <laughs> yeah, just no, we're not going to even delve into that. I'm just really? going to give that a hard, no full stop. Just forget about the prior relationships. Yeah, You're the, barking up really? the wrong tree. Yeah. Yeah. We should focus on the matter at hand, which is whether or not you can tolerate a long distance relationship. And I'll, and before we go on yeah. with that, I just also want to mention that, he may be a serial monogamist, but that doesn't make him a bad candidate for a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes, he dated someone for five years. I guarantee you it lasted longer than it should have. Okay. Right. I guarantee. I don't need to know their relationship yeah. to know that it did. And so he met you after. Like, he's probably the kind of guy who is committal and likes he's, to be in a relationship also probably bad at breaking up with people <laughs> yeah. which is also a positive if you want to really stick it out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i would caution against really analyzing every potential crack because that's really going to be your undoing yeah. in life yeah Too and i say analysis. this as a potential overthinker yeah. no like you're, you're outdoing true. even me right now <laughs> okay Okay, I will so, no longer bark up that tree. Yes, thank you. Uh, unless, of course, he revealed things and there were, you know, he he still has, I don't know, if you find you have a weird feeling about how they communicate, you can fill us in on anything there. 
Well, she, okay, can you just indulge me for one more second? Yeah. The girlfriend broke up with him. Like, he uh, wasn't planning on breaking up. So I'm supports just like. supports my serial monogamist theory. I'm just like, so you would still be with her and if she wasn't, like, do you know what I mean? It just makes me feel like he would have been passive and in this other relationship still. But I guess that's uh, So you're worried, you're worried that, that he won't break up with you if he needs to? <laughs> I guess, kind of. That's a that's a really reasonable worry. Actually, it's like advanced level <laughs> it's concerns. Very, very meta. So, <laughs> so just so I understand, before we get into the advice segment, how how good is this relationship? I, I want you to be very honest. Yes. Is there any are there any cracks here, or is this just one hundred percent solid? It, it's the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Okay, I think it's very good. Okay. And he and do you feel that he's completely on board with your feelings about how good it is? Yes, okay. I feel like he's more. I'm usually the one who's like flighty about it. Okay, she can admit. Are, it. are you? I this is just a few basic questions. Are you ready to like settle down? Not necessarily get married now, but are you ready to like commit to this being your forever relationship? Are you at that point? If if it could be, well, that's a scary question. I think he is the kind of person that I could see myself building a happy life with. He's the kind of partner that I would want to be with for a long time. Okay. I'm 24 though. No, I know. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the, very that's the concern. Uh, my next question is other than the logistics, the, th you know, the X, the timeline, you wanting to be single, the long distance, all these things that are sort of you analyzing logistical things and timing mm -hmm. What, if anything, is wrong with this relationship? And he doesn't fucking live close to me. Right. Okay. So it's like the one thing. Okay. Is that not good enough? No, no. it's... Um, I don't think it's good when, enough. When is he done with school? <laughs> um, in like a year. So in a year, he's completely done. Yeah. So in a year, you could live in the same place. Yeah. And that would be the plan. Yes. So you really were talking about a year of time. Do you have, I'm a little confused. So are you feeling like you're missing out on potentially meeting other guys or do or you just being single and dating? Do you feel like you're missing? Yeah, just, just like exactly. the what if the adventure. Um, I'll be honest. And this gets to your question, Andy, about if this seems like it could be a long thing. I do feel like it could be. And I just am like, feel like this year would be maybe our like last chance to like not like see other people and experience being alone and not in a relationship which is where I'm like we both jumped into this and I'm like should we use this year to like learn to be alone or whatever am I idealizing this wow this is this is very advanced well so my question based on that is let's say you do that and he meets someone else right how do you feel horrible obviously yeah. like yeah like does the thought of that feeling make you want to stay in this relationship yeah and I think that's why I have so far where I'm just like I really like this person and they want to be with me but it's really hard for me to be long distance like I you know don't enjoy it I feel like it makes me not be the best version of myself in the relationship and in my life because I'm constantly mm, you're anxious. feeling like drawn to something that's not around me, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it is a form of torture. 
I've been in many long distance relationships in my day. And when I was 24, I was in a long distance relationship. My, I do regret not getting out of that relationship, but that's because of that relationship, not because of its long distance-ness. Really? Okay. I just want you to think about what I just said there. Like that relationship really was not meant to be. I learned a ton from it, but the fact that it was long distance was a very annoying hurdle that ended up, I think, had having no bearing on the fact that we broke up. We broke up because we were just not supposed to be together anymore. Mm-hmm. But yes, trust me, I know what a pain in the ass it is. <laughs> and I know the, the feeling of being in your early 20s and being like, oh, like, I kind of wish I was, you know, have the early 20s adventures and be living life to the fullest and just sort of being a yes person and doing things and who knows, meeting someone you know, at a corner and you never know. I understand that. So I I feel like you're struggling with the concept of sort of giving yourself over to this lifestyle as opposed to the the person or the long distance element. I feel like, let's just say I guaranteed you here. Here's a package. I guarantee you that in one year, everything's going to be great, just like it is now. And and he's going to come live with you. Would you take that? And would you have any regrets about that? Well, this is my question. I would, I do want us to be together after. And I guess my question is, do we need to stay together in the meantime? Or is this an opportunity? <laughs> you want your cake and yeah. eat it too. Yes. Is this was happening. You yeah. want your cake and you want to eat it too. You I want the they- cake and the eating. Well, <laughs> unless you are into that, is there any chance in your relationship that I mean, you said you're a jealous person. Could you have a kind of arrangement where it's sort of open, you're staying in touch, you're still visiting each other, but you're allowed to play She's single? She's jealous and has an anxious attachment style. <laughs> it's, it's, Does that matter? I mean, you tell me. I, you tell me. Could you fathom having a sort of open arrangement for a year? No. No, let her answer. I don't think she I can. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I've thought about it, and I'm, I feel like I would potentially regret it. Um, because I know that he could potentially need someone else. But he could do that even if we weren't open. Yeah, he could. I I do think you, you kind of want to have your cake and eat it too. I mean, this is sort of a, a this is a real life predicament. Andy's giving me a look. <laughs> I feel like you don't, you're speechless right now. <laughs> Wait, why? Let it out. Yeah, and, Andy, I could take it. No, it's not. It's the, I don't have any tough love for you. I just feel like I don't know what you want in life. I'm having a hard time understanding. Like you're in a really happy relationship. Yes, he's long distance. Yes, but you see each other quite a bit and you know he's done in a year. And a year, maybe, I don't know, you're 24, you're young. Years are longer when you're 24. A year for me is like two weeks now. It's <laughs> I, could, I could stand on my head for a year. It's no problem. But it's only a year. And there's a decent chance, and I hate to be like this, there's a decent chance you guys are going to break up anyway at some point in life. And I, It's just the odds. It, it's a very Those are the odds. decent chance. At 24 and 26, the odds say slightly favor you guys breaking up, even if everything goes swimmingly. Even a year from now, you move in, everything's still great. Still, the odds say you're probably going to break up at this age. I'm just right. saying, going by the statistics. <laughs> so you'll still have that time after that to do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> after they're likely after you guys have broken up which i know is going to happen in about two, two years and three months you can have all the time in the world what i'm saying is you're at the age right now where you can burn a year easily 
Like you're young. You're very young. Enjoy you it. Burn a year. Enjoy okay. your youth. Yeah. In stop the relationship. In general. Yeah. Stop okay. stressing out so much. Just enjoy the relationship. If it doesn't work out, then you can go and do whatever you want and be single. If it does work out, it may still not work out and you still may get your cake and eat it too. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message about mental health, your mm -hmm. mental health. And I think we can all agree that's extremely important and actually something we're really passionate about here at Dear Shandy. Yeah. So we're super excited that we are now sponsored by BetterHelp. Especially the last two years have been super anxiety-inducing, yeah. stressful, whatever you want to call it. I don't it. know anyone who has gotten through these past two years, on well, year and three quarters unscathed. And I'm glad it's becoming a little more normalized to seek therapy. Mm -hmm. But BetterHelp in particular is so great because a lot of people can't get over the friction of like going, first of all, like researching a therapist, mm -hmm. then going to it's an daunting. office. It's, it's daunting. daunting. I know that. I mean, I went through this earlier this year and it was really daunting to be like, oh, there's so many websites and so many therapists right. and different qualifications. And you're kind of like, I don't know, what am I looking for? I don't know. And I love that they have a questionnaire. It gets funneled down and you're assigned a therapist based on the answers you give. Yeah, it's like matchmaking for therapists. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And then if you don't like your match next you can go next they'll give you someone else it's fantastic yeah and you know, honestly like if you go to an office and you meet a human being mm -hmm. and you have a session with them it becomes like breaking up with someone yeah it's like you have to now be like i don't really personal. like this therapist but i'm gonna stick it out for a few weeks and then next thing you know you're with them forever and then it doesn't work and you leave and you have a bad taste in your mouth you don't like them the first session you pick another one. Yeah. And one of the reasons I really love that too is I think that therapy often, like the the amount you get out of it has to do with the match you have with your therapist. Definitely. Not all therapists are created equal and someone's ther someone's great therapist for them might not be a great therapist for someone else. Yes. It's all about finding your match. And yes. so I love how that's what this what BetterHelp focuses on yep. is finding you your match in as seamless and frictionless a way as possible. Yeah. So... Join the over 2 million people who have taken control of their mental health and now use BetterHelp for their therapy needs. Mm -hmm. We have a special offer for our Shandies. If you go to BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash Shandy, you will get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Shandy. I have two things I want you to consider. The first is you could stay together he could come back after this year and you could be together and you, based on the vibe I'm getting from you, will still have a what if factor to you because you're just thinking about the other scenarios, even if he's there. Am I right or wrong about that? What if in terms of like, like, what if, you know, this is, this is good. He's here now. We're living together. You know, we're talking about the future. I have a feeling based on just talking to you for a little while that you are likely, and I, I say this because I relate to you. It's not coming from a judgmental no place. <laughs> it's the what if of, but I wasn't really single that long. You know, I didn't really see what else was out there. I don't know what if that grass is indeed greener. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is that that is going to be in your mind no matter what, whether or not you take this year apart. And I just want to say, like, I am the last person to tell someone at 24, like, no, stay in this relationship. This this is good. I'm like, go have fun. Live your That's life. Why I'm You're surprised. young. But this is what I look in 
in the 1980s, Pat Benatar, I don't know if you know who that is. She sang a song called Love is a Battlefield. So she's love is a battlefield. Now love is like a nuclear hellscape. Like you're so lucky you're in a relationship. You that have no, it's horrible out there. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> Be happier in this relationship. Have fun. Stop overanalyzing everything. I'm telling you. Unless okay. you want to be single. Yeah. If and you, if you want to be single, you need to admit that to yourself. Do you want to be single more than you want yeah. to be in a relationship? Do you want to be in a happy relationship or single? But you have a choice right now. You can do it, write this. You can call them up right now and be single. Do you want that? <laughs> You're going to have it. I, no. You guys are surprising me. I really felt that you were going to say that it was really dumb for someone young to waste their time on something that's not present. It's dumb for someone young to waste their time in a relationship that's not worth your time. Yeah, but this okay. relationship is solid. You say you love this guy. You say you really would be very upset if he was with somebody else. And I just want to now circle back to my second point. I said that I wanted you to bear two things in mind. The second one is... Again, based on the personality that I think you have, if you were to end this relationship because you want to be single, you don't want to do long distance, you want to experience being 24 and free, you would also have what ifs. If yeah. this relationship ended, he met someone else, you just ended it because of logistics, that would haunt you far more, I think. Yeah, you'd be ruminating a lot over yeah. that one. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. a fair point. We get another call from you. <laughs> I relate so much to your thought process. I really do. I feel like I'm torturing myself unnecessarily. It sounds yes, like. you are. And um, it's one of this is one of those things that's a lot easier to spot when it's not yourself. Really? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what your friends are telling you, but I feel like we just met you and you're going around in circles and there's always going to be a what if. You think that when I met Andy, there wasn't the slightest yeah, what, what if? if. You know, there comes a point where you just sort of have to weigh what will mm -hmm. haunt you the least yeah. if, and if, what makes you the happiest, yeah. given the information you currently have. What will haunt you the least? I like yeah, that. That's that's good. I know it's not it's very romantic, but no, but it's the, true. Yeah. Yeah. You may get another chance to be single in life, but you will get very few chances to meet someone that you feel this connected with and this happy about. That I guarantee. And I will tell you statistically, no offense to all our past callers or <laughs> Q&A people, but nine out of 10 people who ask our advice are in a bad relationship. <laughs> okay. That's a bit of, I mean, that's okay, a little... Okay, they're in a questionably good... But at least 50 to 60%, but, but my I point think. is, I am always sure. When I tell someone, like, get out of this relationship, I'm always 100% sure. And I'm telling you that I rarely tell someone to stay <laughs> in a relationship, like, force them to stay in a relationship. Very rarely. But I am sure that you should stay in this relationship right now. Okay? I'm telling wow. you, stay in it. Don't question it. You've okay. got a good thing... Most people don't. A lot of people never find it. You found okay. it here. You are 24. Too bad it didn't come when you were 26 or 27. Sorry. That's life. Okay. What are you going to do? But okay. you never know what the future is going to bring. This could be, this relationship could be over in a month against your will. You have no idea. He's a, mm -hmm. a free will person. He lives in another place right now. Who knows? A lot of hot, crazy art students, as you said. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy it while it's good. The day that it stops being good, I want you to break up with him with prejudice. <laughs> then you'll okay. be single. So okay. this is not at all what you were expecting. No, it really wasn't. I, I'm 
was kind of surprised. Um, I think part of, can you indulge me for one more dynamic here? Like something I really learned in my last relationship is the importance of maintaining a sense of self in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of listening to your podcast has like reiterated that. And it's something that I struggle with because when I'm in love with someone, I'm just like, I want to hang out with you all the time. Everything is more fun when you're around. Why would I not do things with you around? So then I can just like lose myself in relationships. And that's what happened to me before. So I think I'm kind of like, just really afraid of letting myself let that happen again. So that's why I'm kind of like on edge about the like needing to be no to be alone or whatever. Okay. Based on what you just said, though, I actually think that this being long distance Mm -hmm. is you having your cake and eating it too. Yeah. Because that means you get to foster that sense of self. Mm -hmm. You can still live your life. You know, you can it's not necessarily about being single. You can still be a yes person. You can still have all your adventures. You can still be 24. Yes, it it hurts. Yes, that aspect of it hurts. But also, don't let it hurt more than it needs to, first of all. And you are responsible for that. I really think some people, when they're long distance, they make it worse for themselves based on how they behave and their thought processes, honestly. So... I would implore you to to work on that, on on that anxious attachment style and the thought that like, oh, your heart is just, you just are constantly missing out on time with him and therefore feel like you're missing out on dating other people. Mm-hmm. Fostering your sense of self means being alone and in a relationship yeah. at the same time. And also there's more to life than love. I know, yes. you know, that's, that love is important, but there's a lot more out there. You know, enjoy your life on your own. You're, in Brooklyn. You're by yourself. You know, even flirt with guys if you want. <laughs> Not too heavy, just the light, you know, have fun, be young, but be on your own and foster yourself. You don't have to, you don't have to be a nun. Yeah, still live life. How yeah. do you guys maintain your senses of selves while not being long distance? Like, how, I don't have I'm- any sense of self anymore. <laughs> Really? I have a podcast called Dear Shandy. <laughs> My name doesn't even exist anymore. It's okay. I let go. Really? No, we totally maintain. We are very independent people. We have our own things. We're yeah, very... we actually like time apart too. Like yeah. when I have an opera gig, I'm like, sweet. Oh, it's great. I'm single again in most ways. <laughs> you know, I do think that, and I, I think that part of it is a personality thing, but also part of it is a an age thing. I do think that plays into this. You know, when I met Andy, I was 29. I had already fostered myself heavily (laughs) by that time. Yeah, there had been a a heavy fostering. You somehow make that sound really dirty. (laughs) Uh, In some ways, yeah. It is sort of like flicking a switch somewhat in your mind that says, my identity is not being half of this relationship. And Mm -hmm. I get the feeling, and of course, you can always correct me that if I'm wrong, that you are putting a little too much stock in the fact that you're in this relationship, honestly. Okay. You can be in this relationship, look forward to seeing him, be in touch with each other, update each other on your days and have all like really benefit and enjoy the trappings of being in a relationship and still go and do all the other shit that makes life really fun. Yeah. Okay. And, and just to reiterate when things, if, if, and when things start not being that great, end it. Don't wait a day. 
Just end okay. it. Because you, I know, we're on a hair trigger. You're like, I kind of want to be single. But as long as the relationship's great, I could never advise you end a great relationship ever. I don't care what age you are. But wow. I'm telling I'm telling you right now. Well, I mean, there's limits, but 24 <laughs> is fine. You're at the low end. Unfortunately, you met a guy when you're 24. Just timing. That's how things work. But as soon if, I'm not saying they will, but if. I'm telling you, if things start going south, a relationship in the first two years really has to keep building and at least plateauing. But if it okay. starts going down, when you start to see that tail turn down, you have to end it because you really have a strong urge to be single. So don't let yourself <laughs> stay in a relationship that's not moving on up. Yeah, don't pull what his ex-girlfriend did and exactly. stay in it for five years. <laughs> and I and I and that's 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 funny, but it's also not funny. I'm saying this because he's not going to do it. He won't pull the ripcord. Yeah, wait, this guy'll stay so with you forever. Because what? you feel like you're being really emphatic about ending things as soon as it goes badly cuz he probably won't. <laughs> Two reasons. One is okay. he won't based on his past relationship, which is the only useful bit of information I got from you talking about that. By the way, everything <laughs> else was pointless. I don't really? know why. I don't even it doesn't matter at all. Andy, that really? was the one bit of information. Yeah. Who cares what you guys did before? Really? I don't care if you had sex with your ex-boyfriend the same day you met him. Who cares? Really? Yes. hundred wow. percent. Okay. But one bit of tid, one tidbit of information that was important is that the guy doesn't know how to break up with girls. So, so it's going to be your job. And that's why I'm so emphatic Poss about I mean, it. It's going to be making, her job. Okay. We're making assumptions. The only way based it's not on a small bit of evidence, but it, it does support I, your I, point. I, I will, it's a big piece of evidence. It, those patterns usually. No, I think you're not, right, Andy. You're right. Yeah. There are breaker uppers and there are breaker uppies. <laughs> And usually they don't change. But that said, I also think it's important to maintain a sense of equality in the relationship. Because right now I'm kind of getting the feeling that you're the one calling the shots. I mean, he's just like a chill, nice guy with a secure attachment who's like pleasant to be around. You can bring him <laughs> anywhere. He'll get along with anyone. He's like emotionally intelligent. It's fine. But he isn't like doesn't say he's just like i like you why wouldn't i be with you is like the beginning and end of it for him um okay and okay. you do love this guy you're in love yeah. with him right or are you yeah. with him because it okay. is so easy Done. and he no okay. i really love him True what are your top three favorite things about this relationship okay sorry not have, this relationship about him about him yeah. he's we have fun together it's like able to be lighthearted. And like, we're really good friends in addition to being able to like have a deep emotional connection where I feel like he's emotionally aware and like in tune with me, but it can also be like a fun time. He um, is, has different interests than me. Like he is a graphic designer. He's in a band. He has things that he cares about in life that are different than the ones I do, but we can like include each other in them. Um, so he has a sense of self. Outside I was about to say, it sounds like he has a good sense of yes. self. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he does, but I expected him to be more. That was one of the things I liked about him at the beginning. Cause my ex was like, just no sense. We need, we were just meshed. No senses of self, mm -hmm. but he, my boyfriend has that. And I thought he would be like more good about having boundaries when we were together, but he wasn't that good at it. It's just hard. I feel like when you're young and in love to have senses of self. Is that true? Or is that just me? I mean, there's some, a little, there's some but truth also in that. that. Unless you have an extremely codependent 
style and relationships, I found, and I'm not uncodependent, but I found in my life, I learned mo- as much, if not more about myself in relationships as I did when I was outside Absolutely. of Absolutely. Just as you learned from your last relationship. Yeah. That's true. I think that speaks to that there is still like evolving and growing that I could do in the relationship. I don't. Yes. And if it's the right relationship, you may find yourself in even more so than if you were single. He may, his, his, your love may actually guide you to your true self. Wow. That's about as, that's about as happy an analysis (laughs) you'll get from me. And what was the third thing you love about him? He's like uh simple in a way that attracts me because i'm like overthinking everything all the time and he's just like it's good to play music humans have done that for thousands of years we should do this it's good to be with your family people should have families and be connected to them like it's good to be in nature and he's just Mm -hmm. like okay i'm gonna just do those things in my life and that will be a good life whereas i'm like why the are we here? Like climate change? <laughs> like I'm anxious. <laughs> and he's like, I actually have a show. I'm going to go play a guitar. So it's like, it's like, it's like basically like Woody Allen and Bob Marley. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, oh, Marcella, I wouldn't, creepy. I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't the point of that analogy. <laughs> of course she went there. Yeah, I know. Come on. Really? Oh, God, I feel like we're learning so much about you in this call. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message about the brand that makes the bodysuit I am currently wearing. I love this thing. I mean, I'm a fan. So you've heard us talk about Frankly Apparel before, and they mainly make apparel that you do not need to wear a bra with, which is pretty crazy. I love it. I love not wearing a bra. Uh, this particular bodysuit, you it doesn't have that, although it does have double layering, so it is really supportive. However, I am wearing a bra right now. You are wearing a bra. I am wearing a bra right now, but that's just because I'm like phobic of showing my nips. <laughs> However, I'm obsessed with this bodysuit. It fits like a glove mm-hmm. and the crotch. I know this is probably means nothing to you. Crotch e- means a lot to me. <laughs> Everyone who wears bodysuits knows what I'm talking about. It's adjustable, so if you have different length torso. I have a short torso, so I have it on the smaller length. Oh, nice. Most bodysuits don't have that. Wow. They've thought of everything. That really looks delightful. I mean, you look, I, I feel like you look like, like candy. I would <laughs> like to unwrap that. Another thing I love about Frankly is how collaborative they are. For example, this bodysuit is part of like a test run. They first see how customers respond. And then based on that, they may or may not make more. And I love that because there's so much less waste. They're hitting all the bases at Frankly. They really are. And as I've mentioned before, and I will mention again, the founders, there's two ladies. They're both shandies. It's a small business. (laughs) Most importantly. So you would be supporting a woman-owned small business that... I think is doing good. Like they're making a sustainable product that is making you feel fabulous with or without a bra on. So go to franklyapparel.com slash Shandy and use code Shandy for $15 off your first purchase. That's franklyapparel, F-R-A-N-K-L-Y, apparel.com slash Shandy. I would enjoy, enjoy not only your youth and this relationship, but life more. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes, the world is going to shit. Trust me. We're well aware. We think about this a lot. But 
it's you're gonna not you're not gonna look back on on your time on this earth especially your 20s and be like damn i'm so glad i i spent all that time being anxious about things i couldn't control and let's face it the world's been going to shit ever since the world started there's always been going to shit times right (laughs) i mean maybe the 90s was the only time i remember especially now yeah there's definitely a heavy going to shit now but enjoy what you have most people don't find what you have now enjoy it you guys are sure it's not an absurd waste of time it's the this relationship insane do you want to be in love or do you just never want to like i don't just how could it be a waste of time you found something that 90 percent of people are killing themselves to find and some most never find unless you're not telling us the truth and you're actually not that stoked about this relationship you just think it's a good relationship and good for you and good enough Okay, I'm not underplaying how excited I am about the relationship. I'm perhaps underplaying how hard being long distance is for me. Like it, Charlene, to your point of like, you can, it could be a blessing in disguise of like, I'm able to like actually explore the sense of self thing while being connected to the relationship. Like that's really hard for me. And I Mm -hmm. like find my, like, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to, what? I, get, I think you've got the best of both worlds because at your age, you can, as I said, you can burn this year. You can just toss it. doesn't matter. You got plenty of time. Okay. Okay. So there's no clock. You have no clock to worry about and you get to be in love with a guy and you get to be by yourself. You should be grateful for this scenario. It's perfect for you. Two things. The first is a friend once told me this and I never forgot it. You cannot be grateful and fearful at the same time. Ah, uh, Yes. So if you take a moment to take stock of what you have in this relationship that you have to be grateful for, then you cannot fear. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I would focus a bit more on what what is great here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is a question. Do you have a hard time being alone in general? Yes. Okay. I'm working on this, Charlene. That sounds I'm like a therapy question. I am in therapy. Okay. I okay. Say, I was about I'm to in say therapy. This. And I meditate every day. I'm working on it. And I okay. know that it's a problem. Not a, I'm trying to be nicer to myself too. Good. I know that it's an area for growth. Um, and I just, yeah, I feel I'm like an extrovert, I guess, but in a way that potentially is not healthy where I'm like uncomfortable being alone. And that worries me because I saw how it could really destroy a relationship in my last one. So I'm I feel like maybe overcorrecting in this relationship where I'm like really defect, like need to like enforce boundaries and like we need to take breaks from being together. And is this dumb that we're long distance or whatever? And I think I'm overcorrecting, but I'm again in therapy. So, yeah, we can't. I mean, we're not therapists. This definitely sounds like a good thing to work on. And I love that you are aware of it and are acknowledging mm-hmm. it. But I think this conversation will hopefully make you realize that what you have is something that a lot of people want Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. are not able to find. And you use the word self-sabotage, the words (laughs) self-sabotage in the beginning. I don't like using that term lightly, but I don't think you're not doing that. Okay. Hopefully this will make me not do that. Um, I would take more stock of what makes you happy in this relationship. And like Andy said, when you feel it is no longer making you happy, then that is a different bridge that you will cross and address. Okay. Clean cut. That happens. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, she can assess. She doesn't have to sniff it right away. <laughs> it's scary to meet someone that you're like, I could be with them for a long time. It's both exciting and scary. Yeah, that's yes, scary. But I do think the excitement should exceed the fear. Yeah. And if you feel the fear is exceeding the excitement, then maybe you just really do want to be alone. But if like uh, otherwise, though, that fear is always going to exist. Mm-hmm. Like w- when you get married, if you're an overthinker like I am, there's always a sense of like, you know, I literally married the person who I felt I would. I had the most confidence in given my personality and the circumstances. But you can't see into the future. You never know. Mm-hmm. You you can only weigh your options and a big a big factor is can you live without this person i felt i could not live without this person if i did not choose to prioritize this relationship i would regret it and so far i i I trusted my gut then and so far it was not wrong you would have been haunted if you had yes i went with the path that i felt would haunt me the least (laughs) (laughs) love (laughs) Ah, the least haunting path I'm I'll glad to hear you say this, Charlene, because I feel like people are, no one ever talks about that side. Like, it's just like, oh, we knew we loved each other. It was great. But like, I overthink things so I can feel like, oh, is there something wrong with me? Am I doing this wrong or whatever? Because I'm still yeah. analyzing a little a little bit. I don't think there's anything wrong with you, but I think that it's it can spiral and I would keep a close eye on that side of yourself. Mm-hmm. Just as I have had to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're haunted. Otherwise, you just live in fear of regret, which I feel like is going to happen anyway. So mm-hmm. at least put a lid on that because <laughs> otherwise you're just not living life. Yeah. And again, I could count on one hand the amount of times I've demanded someone stay in a relationship on this show. You, I feel like that's the biggest thing. I know, Andy, happy. I'm really surprised again, but it's I will think of you saying that the next time that I spiral about it. Good. And when you break up with him. Think of me Why too. are you so sure we're gonna break up? <laughs> Do you ju- just, wait? But seriously, is it because young people? He's <laughs> just <laughs> Andy. Are you sensing something wrong with the relationship <laughs> that I should know about? You're just you're kidding. extremely I'm easy kidding. to trigger neurotically. I'm kidding. I know. Um, no, no. I I think you guys are great, and I'm just saying if it He's ever just saying statistics. If it ever turns south, just be be decisive. And I think it's important again that if it turns south, it turns south because you saw it through. You realized that it was an incompatibility in the relationship, and yeah. not because he he was far away and you didn't yeah. want to deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Don't let logistics be the thing. No. I think whenever possible, it's one thing if he was moving to yeah. If you told Australia. me he was, if you told me he was just starting a degree, a four year degree, and he was going to be gone for four years, I would say I honestly might say just call it a day. One year you can do. She has enough data to know that it's it's worth it. Yeah, it's not like you just met this past summer. No. You met last summer. Yeah. You've done the year. You've been together for over a year now. You have enough data to support the fact that this yes, relationship is exactly. worth your investment and effort. Right. Unless, again, you can always leap in to tell us we're wrong. <laughs> if there was one thing to hang my hat on telling you to get out of this relationship, I would tell you to. I can't find anything. Okay. I want to. I want to tell you to get out of this relationship, <laughs> but I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. My hands are tied. Marcella, do you have any other questions? 
I think you guys covered it. The no, don't think at all about the last relationship. No. Not for a second. No. Okay. Except cool. his bad breakup skills. Be wary of that. I mean, and of course, we're coming at it from we don't know the details. I'm sure he's told you details. You're welcome to tell us whatever you want. But just the fact that he was in a five year relationship that she ended and then he wasn't single for very long unto itself is not the kind of information that supports, oh, we shouldn't be together well, particularly, anymore. Particularly the fact that you're focusing in on the timing of these relationships. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. Don't okay. think about that. Don't think about it. Okay. Just think about the, the moment that you're in now. You're in love. You're happy. He happens to be in another place, but not for much longer. You're on your own. You can have a fun time. Just, you know, enjoy it. <laughs> Stop being so heady. <laughs> okay. I'll try. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. That was a very amusing call. <laughs> Went in a very different direction than I was expecting. Mm. I told Andy heading into this, I said, based on what I remember about her email, I think we're going to tell her to break up. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I and I didn't tell remember. him anything. I didn't tell him anything about your email. I just guys, said based. Well, no, sorry? no, no. Can, I've been anxious about this because I'm like, we're going to have to break up after I understand <laughs> 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 I'm not kidding. I mean, usually you'd be right, but yeah. Unfortunately for you, not in this case. No, it had been a while since I had read your email, and I was like, just based on the vibe I remember getting, I got the vibe from your final paragraph. I, I believe, where I was like, I feel like she just wants to be single. Mm. But what you're telling me now is not really. You're just sort of, you are thinking in a grass is greener way, and are going to have what ifs no matter what. Mm-hmm. If you're single, you're going to be like, what if I, I ended that prematurely and now he's dating someone else like that's going to haunt me forever. That's just how you are. Well, be grateful, to break grateful. And I'm not that person. I'm not that woo woo person that's like gratitude, gratitude. But seriously, I think that that would help you get out of this spiral. Yeah, this rut. Okay. And your boyfriend's going to be psyched to listen to this episode. <laughs> he is really he's like, go Shandy. Because usually <laughs> they put out a hit on me. <laughs> We, we listen together sometimes, and when we've been, I've obviously had this conversation with him about, I think maybe we should break up about this or whatever, and he's, yeah. one time he was like, should we ask Shandy? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Well, now now we're oh, really glad great. we told you to stay with him. <laughs> yeah, I like him. I'm glad you didn't tell me that at first. I would have been biased. Yeah. But actually biased towards what I believe, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Marcella, okay. thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. That was that was yeah, very was amusing, honestly. <laughs> I thank you, God. Not not that know. we're amused by your anxiety, but it no. is. I, I I think that we're allowed I, we're allowed to be amused by a, a healthy relationship. Yeah, and hopefully our amusement shows you that you're overthinking this. Yeah, yeah I, I'm happy you guys are amused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Well, keep us posted and thank you for calling and yeah, good luck out there with, with the long distance. Not easy. Thank you guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (sighs) Okay. She was adorable. Yeah. That was pretty cute. I felt her like I really relate to her overthinking. Oh yeah. Ness. Me too. But, uh, in this case she was, um, her worst enemy. I think. Yeah. And again, self-sabotage, I'm always like, oh, it's such a it's such a strong statement to be like, you're self-sabotaging. But yeah. 
Again, I don't think she's not doing that. And the fact that when we talked to her more, again, based on her email, I was like, oh, I feel like she just wants to be single. She could live without him. That's big. She could live without him. And so I was like, okay, so forget it. But then talking to her, there was nothing wrong with this relationship. She no. loves him dearly. Yeah. She, in fact, just misses him so much. That's what causes her so much pain. It, it, I, the, the fact that she's going to have what ifs, no matter the scenario, just means that you just have to go with the thing that makes you the happiest. Mm-hmm. I, and the it, happiest is to be in this relationship, even if it's a pain in yes. the ass logistically for now. It's, it's, it's a very classic if it ain't broke, don't fix yes. it situation. Like, yeah. I, 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 look, if, if, would I have rather her met this guy at 27? Sure. Sure, yeah. Who cares? After three years of being single yeah. and living it up and, yeah. But who knows what she would have been through. It, you, you just got to, like, with with love, don't question it. If it comes along and it's real, go with it, you yeah. know? There's no questioning. She's just too too neurotic, too mm-hmm. heady. She's got to slow down and appreciate the moments. Gratitude. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, fear and gratitude cannot coexist. Yeah, I do think that a lot of people will relate to that. But what ifs are going to happen no matter what? People have to remember that. Yeah, you only there's only so many choices. You can you only have one life. Yeah, if only you could do all the things and make sure that there are no what ifs. It's just not possible. I I would like to be a professional baseball player right now, in addition to my regular (laughs) life, but. I think all the time about other career paths, having lived in other places, having said yes to that one opportunity that would have changed the course of my entire life. Yeah. If it feels good in the love department, do it. If it feels healthy, do it. If you're trying to make up reasons why you shouldn't be in a currently very good relationship, you should stop that process. Stop thinking. Just live and experience and be happy. Spe- that you and you it. made a good point, especially at that age. She will learn so much, not yeah. only about herself, but also how she is in relationships based on this yeah. and seeing it through. Cutting it off before you really see it through and see what happens is not any, it's not really self preservation, really. I have a very out there theory about this. I, th- I feel that. Men more than women, but women and men both do almost everything in order to find a better mate. So everything you do, whether it be a hobby, a job, the way you style your hair, Mm. the way you dress, the way you talk, the things you're interested in, the books you read, everything consciously or subconsciously is directed towards making yourself better to find the best. Is it like mate. a bird working on its dance? Yeah, it's like it's, mating it's, dance. You're, everything's a peacock <laughs> it's like of pruning sorts. its feathers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think that speaking of personal growth, when you're in a really healthy relationship, that's where you're most comfortable to let that whole area of energy go. Mm. And just be your actual self and grow and be like, oh, this is who I am when I'm not trying to chase love. Yeah. This is who I am when I'm not trying to chase tail, yeah. for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And that I felt in my life is where I've had the most growth. Yeah. Where I've just been like, all I'm thinking about is this person and who I am. Yeah. Not about who I need to be to attract all of them. I can relate to what you're saying a lot, actually. And for me, it wasn't even... Like, I, I think I am a serial monogamist, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't necessarily think that means that I wasn't ready, therefore, to have the relationship with you that I sure. now have. I had boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend. There yeah. were some single stints in there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or some, like, situationships, of course. 
but I don't feel like, oh, I was single for two years solid and therefore I found myself. I learned who I was and, you know, therefore I was ready to be in a, in a relationship. Right. I don't really believe that that's absolutely necessary for some people, of course. But I, I, ag I agree with you because whenever I was in those relationships, I could learn a lot from myself about how I felt about the relationship by whether or not I was doing exactly what you're talking about. The pruning of the feathers, the uh, working on my dance. Like if I was still kind of thinking yes. like what else is out there, right. putting myself together in a certain way to go out when I did have a boyfriend long distance or not, mm -hmm. you know, just that sort of, you just learn about your level of satisfaction and what, and identifying what you're missing in right. that relationship. Maybe it's not enough to end it over, but you're just learning. Everything is learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. The journey, not the destination. Right, 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 right. <laughs> She's, she's like, it's like, she's on this beautiful, wonderful, like party boat. Yeah. And she sees some like other party boats sailing <laughs> by and she's like, Hmm, that looks like it might be a better party. Like, no, you're on a good party boat. Just stay on your boat. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. We actually have a friend we were out with relatively recently. We talked about this. Because we were comparing him to another friend who does chase parties mm -hmm. or does chase a good time. Yeah. And this friend was like, I don't believe in chasing a good time. Like if you yeah. take stock of the moment you're in, the place you're at, the bar you're at, the club you're at, the restaurant you're at or whatever. Look where you're seated and the music totally you're listening true. to, the volume yes. level. Can you hear the people you're talking to? Can, yes. Are you having a good conversation? Are you enjoying yourself? Is it good company? It's so true. Every time I've been having a really good time at a bar... And I've been like, hey, let's go to this other place. It always goes downhill. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and to this day, I haven't fully learned that lesson. I think it's an ongoing lesson to be learned. But this yeah. one particular friend, I think, really yeah. has He's that under control. Yeah. And it's path. a great skill and mindset because it does make you appreciate, again, gratitude. Yes. It makes you think, hmm, sure, we could go to a place where we could be dancing or maybe it's slightly less crowded or slightly less loud. Right. But then you're like, but actually this music's really great. We have a seat. We can hear each other talk. Like yeah. you, you are you having fun? Yes. Take stock. Are you enjoying your life right now? If you are, keep enjoying it. Keep Unless enjoying. you're doing very damaging addictive drugs. Yes, okay, of course. We have to add the caveat <laughs> that you know we're not accounting for abusive relationships yes. where it's up and down and all this yes. stuff. But If you are having a healthy good time, yeah, healthy, continue good time. to have a healthy good time. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that gives me pause is that if she's in a relationship that's really great, the last thing you think about in those types of relationships, early on especially, is... Maybe I should be single. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. Right. The fact that she has the headspace to think about whether she'd rather be single or in the relationship suggests to me that it's not a perfect relationship. We ask so many times, like, is there something wrong? Do you feel like yeah, there's but, anything? But when I've been, and I'm sure when you've been in these magical, like beautiful honeymoon mm -hmm. love relationships, the last thing you're thinking about is like, hmm, maybe I'd be better off yeah, single. Yeah, but I do think the long distance factor really plays into this. It really does because it's so not only difficult, but inconvenient to be in a long distance relationship to the point where you can be like, is this worth it? Yeah, I guess. Especially that, if you're already the type of person who overthinks. Well, I guess it depends if you're a distance makes the heart grow fonder or a What's the other one? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. It depends which one of those type of person you are. 
I think. It sounds like she's distance, honestly. It sounds like it's difficult for her Boy, to dis- not be with him. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. So if this heart's even fonder, <laughs> then why is she questioning whether she should be in the relationship? That's, I think, I understand what you mean. Like, it, you could look at this on the surface and be like, oh, the fact that she th- could even imagine being without him means that there's something wrong with the relationship. But I relate to her. She thinks about everything from every angle, from every what if, and it's a it's a blessing and but mostly a curse, honestly. Yeah. I don't in this case, we gave her so many opportunities to say one thing negative about the relationship. It's possible she didn't because she knew he would be listening, so we have to always consider that. But I I don't think that's the issue here. Yeah, she I needs. think she's the kind of person that doesn't appreciate a good thing when she has it and instead focuses on what could be better or what's wrong with it. Yeah, I, I think she needs to let nature take its course. Yes, yes. I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that's it. I feel like we beat this one to death. Bam! But it was a positive message. Absolutely. Yes. I think there were many messages here, even though it was an easy answer, yeah. I felt. Yeah. There were many messages, many things to be learned in this one. Yeah, and this is also one of those easier said than done situations. It's a lot easier said than done to be like, stop ruminating, like worry less. Uh, right, right, <laughs> of course. Yeah, be less anxious. But you can you can be aware of like, like here I go, I'm ruminating. You can check it yes. and say, I, I'm stopping this. Yes. I'm gonna, now I'm going to like focus on doing something else that's going to distract me. Yes. Like you can create patterns where you stop getting so heady about things that you shouldn't be heady about and yeah. she should not be heady about this no she's 24 too if she was like she has she could literally go into cryo freeze for all of 24 <laughs> and wake up at 25 and her life would almost be no different it's like you could just burn years so until she can't until she can't wow it's not- was dark <laughs> Damn. And on that dark note, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's time to wrap. It sure is. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by mm-hmm. liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram, leaving us iTunes ratings and reviews, mm-hmm. preferably all the stars <laughs> yeah, that you Preferably can, good ratings yeah, yes. if possible. And telling your friends. Mm-hmm. Did, I tell, did I say that one? You said it, but you can say it again. <laughs> telling your friends and doing all the things you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy. And on that note, that is a wrap for this caller episode of Dear Shandy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye. Dear Shandy.